听 Grandeur YYFM. You're listening to YYFM. Hello and welcome back to the tenth rendition of the Premier League Roundup with Nathan Sung, where once again I'll be going through all the matches that happened this past week in the Premier League. There were a few teams that played twice this past week, meaning that there were more games than usual. With that being said, there were four games on Tuesday, beginning with Bournemouth, who hosted Brighton. Bournemouth did this, however, hopes no harm with a 2-1 win over high-flying Fulham on Saturday, and they are now out of the relegation zone. They have won their last two at home, although they were yet to win successive league matches this season. Meanwhile, Brighton rescued a late point against Brentford on Saturday as the European chasing pair played out on an entertaining 3-3 draw at the Amex. The Seagulls were also unbeaten in four and were yet to lose an away game this year. After 28 minutes, 18-year-old Evan Ferguson was found by a low cross by Kairou Matoma after Pervis Estupinian's initial low ball was blocked. The Brighton number 28, finding space 12 yards out, superbly flicked the ball just inside the far post with his left heel, beating Bournemouth goalkeeper with Neto with guile and placement. Ferguson sent Berto de Zerbi's side on their way to maximum points before substitute and fellow teenager Julio Enqueso wrapped up the points in injury time. The victory keeps Brighton in 6th, moves them to within 4 points of Manchester United in 5th and Tottenham in 4th and crucially, de Zerbi's side have 2 games in hand on Spurs ahead of their meeting in North London on Saturday. Bournemouth, meanwhile, fall back into the bottom three. Cherries are one of four sides on 27 points in the Premier League, but sit 18th below West Ham, Nottingham Forest and Everton on goal difference. Moving on to Leeds versus Nottingham Forest. Leeds were well beaten by Arsenal at the weekend as they fell to a 4-1 loss at the Emirates on Saturday. They remained outside of the relegation zone but could not afford to slip up here. Meanwhile, Nottingham Forest were pegged back late on by Wolves to extend their winless run to seven matches. While at home, Forest have been better. They have the joint worst away record in the division. In a tense but largely one-sided six-pointer at Ellen Road, Oral Mangala gave the visitors the lead with just their fifth away goal of the season, a neat low finish from the edge of the box after a ruthless counter. But Leeds responded in style with Harrison following up to fire in after Keylor Navas could only limply palm Mark Rocket's shot from range. After near relentless pressure from Leeds, Luis Sinistera seized his moment in first half injury time, cutting inside from the left and onto his right foot for a superb killed finish into the bottom corner. It took Javi Gracia's side to 29 points and up to 13, far from out the woods yet, but with renewed confidence and a strengthened platform on which to build. The feat for Forest plunged them further into trouble and rammed up the pressure on boss Steve Cooper. They are now winless in 8 games and above the relegation zone only on goal difference. Next we had Leicester versus Aston Villa. A 2-1 defeat at Crystal Palace on Saturday extended Leicester's winless run to 6 games and leave the Foxes in the relegation zone. They had the second worst home record in the division and that poor form cost Brendan Rodgers his job. Conversely, Aston Villa extended their unbeaten run to five matches at Chelsea's expense on Saturday and they had now picked up 13 points from the last 15 available. Their away form has also been impressive under manager Una Emery. Ollie Watkins marked his 100th Premier League appearance by slotting Villa ahead with his 8th goal in 10 appearances after being sent through by Emi Buendia in the 24th minute. Villa had only conceded once in their previous five games but were undone by Harvey Barnes' excellent finish after he shrugged off Ashley Young and cut him from the wing following Wildface's raking pass. Dewsbury Hall was sent off midway through the second half for a second bookable offence but the Foxes held on until substitute Bertrand Traore killed in Villa's 87th minute winner. The drama continued when Leicester were awarded a 90 second penalty only for referee Graham Scott to overturn his decision after looking at a replay on the pitch side monitor. The result sees Leicester slip into 19th place, 2 points from safety with 9 Premier League games to play. 
Aston Villa, who are unbeaten in six league matches, move up to seventh place and remain in the hunt for a European spot next season. Final game on Tuesday night saw Chelsea take on Liverpool. Like Brendan Rodgers, Graham Potter was also relieved of his duties after Chelsea's 2-0 loss to Aston Villa on Saturday evening, with the Blues now sitting in 11th. A win over rivals Liverpool here would have certainly proved a welcome moral boost. Things aren't going much better for Liverpool either, who were hammered 4-1 at Manchester City on Saturday. Back-to-back away defeats had quickly brought the Reds back down to earth after their 7-0 win over Manchester United last month. The last five meetings between Liverpool and Chelsea had ended in a draw. Bruno Salto was interim charge of Chelsea following Graham Potter's sacking, while Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp made six changes following their heavy defeat at Manchester City. Chelsea had the better of chances, with Mateo Kovacic seeing his shot cleared off the line by Ibrahima Konate early on before shooting widely over when clean through after the break. Kai Havertz was also thwarted by Liverpool keeper Alisson, saw a goal ruled out for handball by VAR, while Reese James suffered a similar fate in the first half, his effort chalked off for offside. Klopp left out Mohamed Salah as well as fullbacks. Trent Alexander-Arnold and Andy Robertson, while Virgil van Dijk was ill as Liverpool barely tested Chelsea keeper Kepa, the result not helping their pursuit for a place in the Premier League's top four. The hosts had two goals correctly dislodged either side of half-time and missed the target with a number of other presentable opportunities on their way to a draw that leaves them in the bottom half of the table while Liverpool are eighth. On Wednesday, there were two more games beginning with West Ham versus Newcastle. West Ham got the win over relegation rival Southampton at the weekend, which was their first Premier League win since February. Meanwhile, Newcastle had now won three on the spin in the league with a 2-0 win over Manchester United in their most recent outing. Nick Pope had kept 13 clean sheets in the Premier League, the most of any goalkeeper. The last two meetings between these two sides ended in a stalemate, with the result being 1-1 on both occasions. Callum Wilson, who was selected ahead of Alexander Isak, headed home after just five minutes before Joe Linton doubled the advantage when VAR stepped in to overturn a wrongly raised flag for offside. West Ham threatened to make a game of it when Kurt Zuma reduced the deficit before halftime, but a horrendous mistake from Nayef Aguard when playing out from the back presented Wilson with an easy tap-in for 3-1. Lucas Fabianski kept the score down in the second half with some superb stops but was majorly at fault for Newcastle's fourth, misjudging a long ball outside his box and Isak chipped home into an empty net before Joe Linton completed the route. Defeat leaves West Ham outside the relegation zone on goal difference. Moyes' side are one of four teams on 27 points, alongside Everton, Nottingham Forest and 18th place Bournemouth. Newcastle remain third, and are now three points clear of 5th place Tottenham with the game in hand, following a fourth successive win for Eddie Howe's side. The other game on Wednesday was Manchester United vs Brentford. Man United were winless in their last three Premier League matches and had failed to score in any of those three. Brentford took the lead on three occasions against Brighton at the weekend, but were pegged back each time in the 3-3 draw. The Bees had only lost once in their last 16 Premier League games, which was against Everton. There had been 11 goals in the last three meetings between these two sides, with Brentford winning the reverse fixture this season 4-0. United started brightly, forcing a series of corners and free kicks, as Brentford pulled their outfield players behind the ball to try to close down the space. And when the breakthrough came in the 27th minute, it was from another set piece. Brentford clearance from a corner only made it as far as winger Anthony on the edge of the box. He lofted it towards the head of Marcel Sabitzer and Rashford met the Austrians bouncing knockdown with a sumptuous half volley that gave David Rea no chance to register his 28th goal of the season. David De Gea almost gave Brentford a lifeline early in the second half when his loose attempt at a clearance cannoned into the onrushing Ivan Tony, but luckily for the United keeper, the ball bounced to safety. The United keeper was called into action again in the 67th minute when substitute Kevin Shade collected a pass from Tony and ran at him, but the keeper stood firm to deflect the shot. 
Manchester United could have sealed the game in the 80th minute as Rashford broke down the left and squared it to Fred, but the Brazilian blazed the ball high over the bar with the goal at his mercy. Brentford poured forward in the closing stages, but the closest they came to scoring was an audacious attempt at chip from Tony that drifted harmlessly over the bar as the home side held on. United are now level on 53 points with 3rd place Newcastle and 3 ahead of 5th place Tottenham, who have one more game than their rivals. Meanwhile, Brentford stay 9th, 3 points behind 6th place Brighton, having played 2 games more than the Seagulls. Moving on to the side of games, we once again saw Manchester United, but this time they hosted Everton. Man United came into this game having scored their first goal since the Carabao Cup final on their way to a 1-0 victory over Brentford. Their top scorer this season, Marcus Rashford, was on target once again for the Red Devils to take his tally to 15 in the Premier League. Meanwhile, Everton got an important point in a whirlwind game against Tottenham at Goodison on Monday after Michael Keane's rocket drew the Toffees level late on. There were two red cards shown in that game with dismissals for both Decore and Lucas Moura which saw both sides end the game with 10 men. Everton were unbeaten in their last four Premier League games and sit in 16, joined on points with West Ham, Nottingham Forest and Bournemouth. Everton were keen to continue their unbeaten run here, but Man United had only lost once at Old Trafford in the league this season. United pressed goalkeeper Jordan Pickford into duty early at a sun-drenched Old Trafford and set up camp in Everton's half for most of the game. They could have got on the board in the 12th minute when Anthony's shot rebounded off the post to Aaron Wan-Bissaka, who missed an easy tap-in, sending the ball wide of the far post. Ellis Sims had Everton's best chance in the 20th minute. His shot beat keeper David De Gea, but rolled just wide of the net, and Daesh buried his head in his hands. United were finally rewarded in the 36th minute when Jadon Sancho threaded a pass to the charging McTominay, who netted from close range. Bruno Fernandes nearly doubled United's lead in the 67th minute, but Pickford leapt to tip the ball over the crossbar. Marcus Rashford, who had numerous chances on his 350th appearance for United in all competitions, set up Martial's goal in the 71st minute with a cross that found the second-half substitute alone in the box to score. United were missing Casemiro, who completed a four-game ban on Saturday, but fellow midfielder Christian Eriksen returned from ankle injury when he came on after 77 minutes for his first appearance since January 28. The victory, which temporarily moved United above Newcastle, had some of its gloss taken off by an injury to an informed striker and top scorer Rashford, who hobbled from the field with nine minutes to play with a suspected groin injury. A first defeat in five Premier League games for Everton, who saw striker Ellis Sims waste a glorious first-half chance, leaves them outside the red relegation zone on goal difference. Now moving on to Leicester versus Bournemouth. Leicester had gone 7 games without a win in the Premier League after losing 2-1 to Aston Villa on Tuesday, their joint longest run without a win this season. At home this season, only Southampton had picked up fewer points than the Foxes in the Premier League. For Bournemouth, they came into this game having lost 2-0 to Brighton on Tuesday. No team had lost more games away from home in the Premier League this season than the Cherries, while they had also conceded the most goals away from home. Leicester parted company with Brendan Rodgers last weekend after 5 defeats in 6 league games and have lost the following 2 games under the caretaker charge of Adam Sadler. It would not get any better for them here as James Madison was guilty of gifting Bournemouth the only goal playing a blind back pass which was picked off by Philip Billing before he fired beyond Daniel Iverson five minutes before half time. But Bournemouth were worthy winners having created a string of chances throughout the first half and early in the second half with Leicester only belatedly coming to life after attacking substitutes after the half hour mark and still then failing to carve out any clear opportunities. The seismic triumph for the Cherries moved them up to 15th in the table and three points clear of the drop zone, while Leicester remained firmly in trouble, one place above the bottom and two points away from safety. The next game saw Aston Villa take on Norton Forest. 
Aston Villa were unbeaten in their last six Premier League matches, with only Arsenal and Manchester City picking up more points in 2023 than Unai Emery's side. They picked up 23 points from 42 available at home in the league this season. Nottingham Forest, meanwhile, was on their longest active winless run in the Premier League after falling to a 2-1 defeat against relegation rivals Leeds on Tuesday. No team had picked up fewer points away from home this season in the league than Forest. It had been a testing first half for Emery's men as the host struggled to get a foothold in the match, with Forest proving equal to their efforts. Villa came closest to breaking the deadlock in the opening period when Ollie Watkins forced Kalo Navas into a stop from close range, but chances were otherwise limited. The game's opening goal could not have come easier for the host though, as Bertrand Traore killed past Navas after John Joe Selvi cleared the ball into the path of the Villa man shortly after the restart. Ollie Watkins sealed the result in the final minute of added time, chipping into the net after playing a one two with Jacob Ramsey. Forrest's poor run of form leaves them in 18 inside the relegation zone on goal difference. Villa have now won 11 of 17 games since Unai Emery took charge with victory here their fourth in succession. They are six points off fifth place Tottenham with eight games remaining. The following game saw Brentford host Newcastle. Brentford were beaten 1-0 by Manchester United in their last outing and were winless in their last three Premier League games. The London side sat ninth in the league and are on course for a top half finish in the league. Meanwhile, Newcastle blew West Ham away on Wednesday, beating the Hammers 5-1 at the London Stadium. Joe Linton and Callum Wilson both scored twice with Alexander Isak chipping in with one. Isak has now scored four in his last four Premier League games. In the reverse fixture, Newcastle recorded a 5-1 victory at St James's Park. Brentford had enjoyed the better of the first half and went in front on the stoke of half-time through Ivan Tony's penalty, awarded after VAR assistant referee spotted a foul from Isak on Rico Henry at a corner. Tony, who also had a goal disallowed for offside, had missed the chance to put Thomas Frank's side ahead earlier in the half after Kevin Shade burst past Fabian Schaar and was brought down inside the box by Sven Botman's clumsy challenge. However, having scored his previous 10 Premier League spot kicks, Tony had his tame effort saved by Newcastle keeper Nick Pope. Newcastle rallied after the restart and turned the game with two goals in six minutes, courtesy of Alexander Isak and David Reyes' unfortunate own goal. The home side found a second win after being pegged back for much of the half and pressed for an equaliser late on. Tony came closest but saw one header parried away by Pope and a second dropped just over the bar in stoppage time. Newcastle now have won five consecutive league games and are back to third, three points clear of fifth place Tottenham in the battle for Champions League qualification, while Brentford dropped ninth, albeit just four points off sixth. The next game saw Fulham take on West Ham. Fulham had gone four games without a win in the Premier League, losing their last three after they were defeated 2-1 last weekend by Bournemouth, which is their longest stretch of games without a win this season. Only Southampton conceded more goals on home soil in the league this season than Fulham. West Ham came into this game after a heavy defeat at home to Newcastle, losing 5-1, which means they had only won three of their last 16 matches. No team had picked up fewer points away from home than the Hammers this season, and their only win on the road in the league came back in August. Jared Bowen picked up a loose ball in the area, skipped past his man and crossed from the byline with an unfortunate read turned it into his own net. Andreas Pereira was denied late on by Lucas Fabianski as he tried to round the keeper in search of a Fulham equaliser. Substitute Maxwell Corney could have sealed the win in added time, pressuring Tim Ream into losing the ball but then taking on the shot instead of passing to Saeed Benrahma who was in acres of space waiting to apply the finish. But West Ham's resolute defending saw them record just his second away win of the season to move up to 13th, three points clear of the relegation zone. Meanwhile, it was a frustrating afternoon for Marcus Silva's side, who have now lost four consecutive league matches and sit 10th in the table. 
We now move on to Tottenham versus Brighton. Tottenham failed to hold out for all three points on Monday night as a late Michael Keane strike, which meant Spurs were forced to settle for a point at Goodison Park. At home, they did have a good recent record, having won four on the trot. Meanwhile, Brighton extended their unbeaten run to five games with a 2-0 win at Bournemouth in midweek, and they'll move to within one point of Spurs with a win and have two games in hand over the North London side. The Seagulls have a decent record on their travels this term and won this game last season. Christian Stellini and Roberto Zerbi had clashed before the match even started, setting the tone for a feisty encounter which was lit up just 10 minutes in when Heung-Min Son bent in a beauty for his 100th Premier League goal. He is the first Asian player to reach that landmark. Kaoru Matoma then saw his strike controversially ruled out for handball when the ball appeared to hit him high up on the shoulder or chest, with VAR eventually confirming the linesman's call. On 34 minutes, Lewis Dunk powered in a header from a corner to give Brighton a deserved leveller on his 200th Premier League appearance for the club. Former Arsenal striker Danny Welbeck thought he had completed the comeback when he slammed in a shot at goal 10 minutes into the second half, but the effort deflected in off his teammate Alex McAllister, with VAR deciding it hit the Argentine's arm on the way through and disallowing the goal. Moments later, there was a melee on the sidelines as the team's coaching staff squared up to each other. Stellini stepped away from the pushing and shoving, but like Deserbi, was shown a red card for failing to control his coaches. There was more drama to come, with Matoma then denied what looked to be a certain penalty when Hoiberg missed a clearance, called the Brighton forward and then trod on his foot in the box. But for a third time, Brighton came out on the wrong side of a VAR check. Despite Brighton dominating possession and territory, it was Spurs who had the final say, as Kane smashed in Hoiberg's cutback to grab a vital three points in the chase for Champions League football. With this win, Spurs remained fifth, but have opened up a seven-point gap on Brighton and can focus attention on the three-point deficit to Manchester United and Newcastle, who each have a game in hand. Brighton slipped to 7th, with Aston Villa leapfrogging them with a win over Norton Forest. The next game saw Wolves take on Chelsea. A 1-1 draw with Norton Forest means Wolves had now won only one of their last seven to leave them just a point above the relegation zone. They lost just one of their last four home meetings with Chelsea, winning two of those. Chelsea were held to a 0-0 draw with Liverpool on Tuesday night to extend their winless run to three matches. The Blues sat in 11th in the Premier League in what has been a disappointing season for the West London side. Chelsea legend Frank Lampard was predictably given a rapturous reception from the travelling fans at Molyneux following his appointment as caretaker manager 27 months after being sacked from the role. Yet Chelsea's all-time record goalscorer was unable to arrest the poor form that led to Graham Potter's second as mid-table Blues failed to score for the third successive game en route to an 11th Premier League defeat of the season. Wolves were on the front foot throughout and deserved their win which came after a sweet finish by Mateus Nunes the Portugal midfielder's first goal for the club since joining them from Sporting Lisbon late August. Nunes, who cost a club record £38 million, beat Kepa with a fierce attempt from a tight angle after an attempted headed clearance by Koulibaly. Chelsea really look like scoring and have now not found the net in their last three league games as their season continues to fall apart. They sit 11th, 17 points off the top four with four wins in their last 21 matches. Meanwhile, Wolves move up to 12th after this win. The final game on Saturday saw Southampton take on Manchester City. Southampton had gone four games without a win in the league after they lost 1-0 to West Ham last weekend. They have the worst home record in the Premier League this season, having only secured 10 points at the St Mary's. Meanwhile, Manchester City maintained pressure on league leaders Arsenal with a 4-1 win over Liverpool last Saturday, extending their winning run in the league to four games and their unbeaten run to seven games. Away from home, they secured 27 points this season, which only Arsenal can better. 
Though their most recent meeting ended in a win for the Saints in the League Cup, it was expected that Man City would continue their great run of form, which had seen them score 17 goals in their last three games in all competitions, where they conceded only once. After an underwhelming first 44 minutes, City blasted into action when Haaland rose to a bullet home Kevin De Bruyne's cross, meaning that the Belgian became the fastest player to reach 100 Premier League assists, taking just 237 games. Jack Grealish scored back-to-back for the first time in his City career when adding a second before Haaland stole the show with a devastating acrobatic finish to take his tally for the season to 30 Premier League goals and 44 in all competitions. He is just five goals away from breaking Andy Cole and Alan Shearer's Premier League record of 34 goals in a single season. Sekumara got Saints on the board with a tidy finish, but City restored a three-goal cushion a minute later when Julian Alvarez scored from the spot after De Bruyne had been fouled. It was another demoralising defeat for Southampton who remained bottom of the Premier League and four points away from safety. Meanwhile, City's eighth win on the bounce in all competitions took them back to within five points of Arsenal. Moving on to the Sunday games, we begin with Leeds and Crystal Palace. Leeds secured their 7th Premier League win of the season and their 3rd in their last 6 on Tuesday with a 2-1 win over fellow relegation rivals Nottingham Forest. They had only lost one league match at Ellen Road in 2023 and that came against Manchester United. In Roy Hodgson's first game back in charge of Crystal Palace, they managed to secure their first win in the league in 2023 by beating Leicester 2-1. Only 5 teams in the league had picked up fewer away points than Crystal Palace this season. Palace had been on the ropes under a storm pressure from the hosts until Mark Gehi provided an equaliser from a set piece just before half-time after Patrick Bamford headed Leeds in front with his 50th goal for the club. Palace came out firing in the second half and scored two goals in two minutes as Jordan Ayew gave them the lead with a header before Eze made it 3-1. 21-year-old Michael Lise creating both goals. Palace silenced a stunned Ellen Road with a devastating counter-attack and Odison Edouard fired low into the bottom corner for his first league goal since October as Elise grabbed his third assist in 16 minutes. Ayu scored his second when a block shot fell kindly to the unmarked forward who fired the ball home with no one but the keeper to beat as Palace moved six points clear of the drop zone. Meanwhile, Leeds are 16th, just two points above the drop. Final game of the weekend saw a clash between Liverpool and Arsenal. Liverpool were without a win in their last three Premier League matches after drawing 0-0 with Chelsea on Tuesday. At home, however, they had picked up 30 out of a possible 39 points in the league, losing only once. Meanwhile, Arsenal extended their winning streak in the league with a 4-1 win over Leeds to seven games to maintain their eight-point lead at the top of the table. Away from home in the league this season, they have the best record, having won 11 of their 14 games on the road, also scoring the most away from home and conceding the fewest. But despite their brilliant record away from home this season, the Gunners hadn't won at Anfield since 2012. The league-leading Gunners look set to pass the toughest assessment of their title credentials with a first win since 2012 at Anfield when Gabriel Martinelli and Gabriel Jesus struck in an imperious opening 28-minute spell, making it 2-0. But Mohamed Salah gave Liverpool a lifeline before half-time, but his missed second-half penalty appeared to have handed Arsenal the victory they needed to restore their eight-point lead at the summit. But Liverpool's perseverance was rewarded three minutes from time when Arsenal's nemesis Firmino levelled the contest with a header, his 11th Premier League goal against the Gunners. The drama continued in a thrilling finale as Arsenal goalkeeper Aaron Ramsdale produced two sensational saves to prevent Salah and Ibrahima Konate scoring stoppage time winners as Arsenal clung onto a first Anfield 
point in seven seasons, which could prove priceless in their title aspirations. With this result, Arsenal are six points clear at the top of the Premier League and still have their fate in their hands, but the sight of their seven-game winning run ending will only embolden champions Manchester City, who have played a game fewer and welcomed the Gunners to the Etihad Stadium on April the 26th. Meanwhile, despite coming back from 2-0 down, Liverpool settled for a draw despite coming close to a winner on a few occasions. But this also means that a top four finish looks more unlikely as they now remain 12 points behind Manchester United who occupy fourth place. With that being said, this has been another rendition of the Premier League Roundup with another set of exciting games. I've been Nathan Sung, thank you for listening and join me again next week for the next set of Premier League fixtures. Goodbye. And for your goodness, fell him in the linear lane. Akiara new bod beth of a hiku wednesday. Elchi, it's yyfm.com. Thanks for listening to YYFM. For more content like this, to follow us online, and to tell us what you want to hear more of, visit it'syyfm.com.